Welcome to week 17, everyone, and it's almost time to welcome you to 2019. We're going to be looking ahead to next year on tonight's show. This is I on Fantasy Football here on CBS Sports Radio, and we are coming to you live from the Quicken Loans studios. National mortgage lender Quicken Loans, apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Well, what's going on, everybody? We're live until midnight Eastern tonight. I am Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. Jamie, it's our last show of the season. We got to... We got to finish strong. Are you ready, sir? You're not fired up enough. I'm not fired up enough? Let's go, man. It's well, week you know, 17, I bro. I think I'm just kind of I, I, really disappointed with these college football games today. They've uh, just, uh, excuse me? They've killed my sports. I don't care about the Gators game. They've killed my I'm sports. I'm sorry. What happened? <laughs> How'd the pinstripe bowl go? Oh, enough with the pinstripe. Nobody cares about Um, How many championships did you Here, win, my Here's friend? the thing. It doesn't matter how good your college football team is because Alabama's going to beat you. I won... One championship, three finals, five semifinals, ten leagues. Five semifinals and ten leagues was very encouraging. One championship was a little discouraging. But it's always yeah. uh, it takes skill to make the playoffs. It takes luck to win a championship. They say that. I don't know if I believe that. Do it you does. believe it's that? The truth. Yeah, of course. I, yeah, I'm a consistent playoff maker. I'm happy about that. I'd like to win a little bit more, but I think we all would. I play in some tough leagues. I play with you in almost every league. How many leagues did you win? I won four. Um, I made the playoffs in 15 of 22. It's very good. It's very good. They say it takes skill to make the playoffs, Jamie. I heard that. And even more skill to win the championship. No, luck. Uh, are you playing into week 17 at all? Comma, Andrew. Um, no, I'm not. I'm playing a lot of daily leagues, though. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about some DFS. Hey, our number, by the way, is 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS, 4227. Feel free to call. We already have some callers on the line. We will get to you. So Jamie and I are certainly going to talk about next year. We'll look at Jamie's top 12 at quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. And um, well, probably we'll just do kicker, actually. I think we'll do mostly kicker talk tonight. Um, LOL. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to some Week 17 stuff as well. Jamie Beckham's out. Gurley's out. Bridgewater is going to start for the Saints. There's actually a lot of injuries. I mean, are, are you worried about Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams? Julio Jones is going to play. But what about Brown and Adams? Are, are you worried about them playing? Uh, I am. Uh, it's funny because on our CBS Sports HQ fantasy football today and the segments that I do for our CBS Sports HQ hits, um, on Friday I, I gave several lineups, uh, two of which were a Steelers stack which I will probably still keep Roethlisberger and Juju, uh, but it had Antonio Brown in it as well. And one was a Packers stack, which I will probably uh, go away from if, in fact, in, uh, Devontae Adams is out because that would obviously ruin a lot of what Aaron Rodgers will likely do. Um, seasonal league is a little bit different. I think you could still start Aaron Rodgers, but in, in daily would not be worth paying for him. So hopefully Adams is out there. He's within striking distance of the catch record and receiving record, receiving yards record, excuse me, for the Packers single season history. Uh, I would imagine that's important to him. So if he can go, he's going to go. And Antonio Brown obviously wants to help the Steelers do their part to try and get into the playoffs. So uh, both things, I think, are, are certainly on the table. We'll hopefully find out before the end of the night if, in fact, we can uh, we can you know get that information. Allen Robinson is doubtful. Leonard Fournette is doubtful. You looking at any of the uh, Jaguars running backs this week? Uh, I like Fred Taylor. Um, Maurice Jones. <laughs> I don't know with your Gators talk. Play. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just making a joke, not yeah, navigator stuff. So. Um, no, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because Carlos Hyde was questionable or listed as questionable. 
So they've alternated each guy being inactive over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Hyde, I don't think, was happy with his role on the team since being traded. So I think he was punished when he was inactive in week 15. What a we dumb trade, Jamie. What, a, what was the point of that trade? I think at the time. Terrible. Um, it, it was, I agree. Terrible trade. But I think at the time what they were thinking was twofold. Um, I think from what I have heard, they were shopping Leonard Fournette. So that was part of it was they were trying to see if they can have a back to replace Fournette. They were still in playoff contention at the time, and Fournette was dealing with the hamstring injuries. And so I don't think they realized how long Fournette was going to be out. But, uh, yes, uh, a bad trade when you had T.J. Yeldon and could have just brought in somebody else to supplement T.J. Yeldon. Um, Yeldon is a free agent, so I would imagine that his uh, last game in Jacksonville will be tomorrow. So if it's Yeldon, I'd be okay with Yeldon. I would not be okay with Hyde. But I'm also curious to see what they do with David Williams, who's got some work for them over the last few weeks. All right, we got more news items to get to. Let's get to a few phone calls first, though. Novell from Maryland at 855-212-4227. What's going on, Novell? Happy New Year. Welcome to the show. Yeah, happy holidays, guys, and uh, I wish you both a happy new year. Thank you. Just sir. wanted to say thank you, guys. You guys are always great. Give me fantasy advice. Just wanted to say thank you to uh, you, Adam, uh, Jamie, Heath, and and um, Dave, and Pete Disco Drink. Yeah, thanks, and thank you for calling so much, man. I mean, you're you're a regular. I'm sure you're listening every Saturday night. And uh, how did you do in fantasy this year? Uh, and six leagues. Um, four playoffs, two championships. Oh, that's great. That's great. Did you have any uh, questions for this week, or would you just call on to say what's up? No, that's just called. I just do my little annual call just to say thank you, guys. That's all. (laughs) Well, we appreciate it, man. You have a great new year. All right, no problem. All right, you too. Thank you. We got Matt in Raleigh. Matt, hey, if people just want to tell us that we're great, we'll do that all night. That's fine. We'll extend the show two hours. Matt, what's going on? (laughs) What's up, Matt? Yeah, basically the same thing. All right. I don't know who plays week 17 anyway, but, man, I was in three leagues this year. I drive an hour to work, so I listen to the podcast twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Really? Not, is it, not is really, it better the second really, time? But, okay, good, good. Yeah, but, good. you know, definitely every week um, made the championship in all three leagues. That's awesome. And did you lost win them? All, lost all three. Oh, no. <laughs> So 301, it comes out, Gurley's out, and I had to choose between, oh, I'm going to kill myself forever for this, but Pettis, Howard, C.J. Anderson, and I'm looking at the rankings, and I know you got to go with, you know, you can't always just go by the rankings, but Pettis was up there higher and lost by point three in, like, the most important league. Yeah, you definitely would have won if he didn't get hurt. I mean, he, he was oh, off to God. a good start. And the guy that I was playing had Edelman in that stupid catch where he rolled uh, over the defender. <laughs> it you was know, pretty stupid. About it, but man, I'm I sorry. Still, that. Hey, three championships, man. You know. I, hey, second place gets money too. Usually, yeah, usually yeah, like fifty, like fifty bucks, <laughs> like your money back. Yeah. Well, Matt, thanks but, for the call, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, Happy yeah, New Year to you. Guys. You know, I, 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 I'm glad that people are calling to thank us. We're obviously very, uh, you know, honored and, and, and thankful for everyone that listens to uh, not only what we do here but our podcast. But uh, feel free to tell us what we did wrong. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll mean, take it. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're certainly not above constructive criticism. And, um, you know, it's always a little bit more fun to poke fun at us, and, and, and we poke fun at ourselves. So. Uh, if you have some of those calls too, please send them. Send them our way. Well, now that you mentioned it, Jamie, uh, I, you know what? Now, no, let's let's stay positive. Let's go back to the phones. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Ben in Illinois. What's up, Ben? 
Hi, how are you guys doing tonight? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. What's up? First thing, uh, I want to thank whichever one of you told me to start Aaron Rodgers last week because it paid off big time. Uh, who was that on the show last week? The, the radio yeah, show? Yeah, I, I, I called in on the show and one, someone told me to start Aaron Rodgers and he went off big. So yeah, that really was, I think that was Dave last week. Or no, no it was Heath yeah, last week. I don't know if Dave loved uh, Rodgers. It was me. You know what? I'm just going to take credit for it. It was me. Heath and I like Rodgers a lot. My question. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Ben. Go ahead. For the, uh, for the quarterback, I need Aaron Rodgers again, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, or Drew Brees. And then I thought of my flex, too. Um, I'm thinking Julian Edelman over Thielen. What do you guys think? Uh, I would play Edelman over Thielen. Uh, I, I think Edelman's going to have a uh, not only a big game tomorrow, but a big playoff stretch just based on what the receiving court looks like for New England right now. Uh, Drew Brees is out, so you don't have to play him. Uh, makes that at least one choice easier for you. And then it could come down to which of the receivers are healthy for their respective quarterbacks. If everybody plays, so you have Adams, you have Antonio Brown, I think Rodgers goes off one more time. Not that I think Ben's going to play poorly. I think they're back-to-back in my rankings, if I'm not mistaken, I have right now. I don't have it in front of me, but Mahomes one, Rodgers two, Roethlisberger three. That is so correct. They yes. are they are both, and by tomorrow morning I may flip it. So I don't think you make a bad call. But let's, again, hopefully we'll find out tonight uh, from some of the newsbreakers around the league if Brown is good to go, and if Adams is good to go. I think I saw something earlier today that Brown is going to play, so I, I would lean maybe toward Roethlisberger if, in fact, that's the case. 855-212-4227. To be honest with you, we do these Week 17 shows, and uh, in our next segment we'll talk about quarterbacks for 2019. I never know how many phone calls we're going to get. I love it. We got them uh, so far pretty steady. So this is actually a great time to ask a uh, keeper question, at Week 17, whatever it is you want to talk about next year. You give us a call, 855-212-4227. Let's go out to Portland, Oregon, where Nick is on the line. What's up, Nick? Hey, yeah, I got a lineup question for this week, trying to win my uh, championship. So I got uh, four running backs, and I need to go with three of them. So I got uh, Derek Henry, um, Williams from Green Bay, and then uh, Williams from Kansas City, and then also C.J. Anderson. So just needing to know. Three out of the four, which ones to go with? What's the format? It is uh, just point, points per week. Uh, PPR, half PPR? Or? Uh, PPR. Okay. Okay, so uh, you just need to bench one of those guys, huh? Um, yeah. I'm going to bench Derrick Henry, and I know that sounds strange just given what he's done, but uh, he has scored a touchdown in seven of the last nine games. One of the two where he did not score was against the Colts. Now, it does benefit him that Marcus Mariota is playing. At least that's the way it's trending. But I think you just have three amazing options that Derrick Henry is still a top 12 type of running back. But I don't think the contract extension for Damian Williams means he's getting benched for Spencer Ware coming back. No, but, but yeah, that I mean, that was the question. It's really if, if Spencer Ware were out, I think, you know, it's a much easier call. But what what's the split you think this week for Kansas City? I, I, I think had they not and, and again, they could have waited to pay him had they not made this. I, I think it was almost like a you're our guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the way I took it. Like, you're, you're, the, you're the guy. And he's looked the part. You know, I mean, I know Spencer Ware had that game against, I think it was against Baltimore um, with yeah. 100 total yards. Good game. And he, he looked good. But Damian Williams the last two weeks has looked awesome. And you know what? If you close your eyes, you might have thought it was the other guy who, who they replaced. Right. So I, I just think that Damian Williams is in a better spot in terms of the scoring format. Uh, Jamal Williams, certainly, he's got at least four catches in three of his last four games. And that includes, you know, with Aaron Jones playing. 
And then, you know, just C.J. Anderson, by comparison to Derrick Henry in his setup, I think is a little bit better. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about quarterbacks in 2019. Jamie has Baker Mayfield as his number eight quarterback. I'm going to tell him why he is way too high on the rookie. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. All right, everybody, welcome back. It's week 17, and Jamie said I was not fired up enough in segment number one, so here I am rocking out in segment number two. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg, we are live until midnight Eastern here on CBS Sports Radio, listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers and taking your phone calls at 855-212-4227. And we're looking ahead, Jamie, to quarterback in 2019. You have Baker Mayfield ranked eighth. You have Baker Mayfield ahead of... Cam Newton, Jared Goff, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers. Sir, let me tell you why you're why you're too high. Ready? Let's go. Okay. He's had five very good games. You know, good good to very good games. They have been against uh four of the five worst teams that against quarterbacks in fantasy. Cincinnati twice, the Falcons, the Chiefs, and the Bucks. He has not done well against a good opponent yet. Do you have that breakdown for all the other guys I haven't ranked out of? No, but I can guarantee you it's not it's not that. I mean we're talking his five best games came against the you know four teams in five games. They are among the five worst in fantasy points allowed. That <clears throat> is crazy. It's got you so choked up. Yeah. Talk. <laughs> um, look, first off, uh, Cam will move ahead of him if I find out that his shoulder is okay. I'm a little bit concerned that there may be a shoulder surgery coming. So that's part of the reason why he's ranked where he is. Uh, Breeze, I think we're starting to see the decline over two seasons of what his fantasy production has been uh, as the result of a better defense and run game. Um, so I will take Baker over him. I think Rivers is going to start to see a little bit of that decline too as he just continues to get older. Uh, Goff will be interesting. Um, you know, that may be somebody who jumps ahead of him. And, you know, we've done this uh, ranking. It's not just mine. I'm going to have a story on all of our rankings. We've done this for CBS Sports HQ, myself, Heath Cummings, and Dave Richard. Um, we've, we've done this process in the course of the last couple of weeks, and so there is a little bit of what's happening now that seeps into your brain, and Jared Goff has been bad. And so that's, I think, part of it also. But uh, I, I just think of what Baker still has in front of him. The coach will be a big factor uh, who's going to be calling the plays there. I hope they add another playmaker to this receiving core because Jarvis Landry is not proving to be a number one guy. And I think Njoku still has a, a step to get to if he's going to be one of those elite tight ends, which he could. Um, so I, I, I like Baker right now as a top 10 guy, but he may slide down closer to 10 and maybe even to 12. When I first did this, I think I had him at, at 7 or 8. Drew Brees, you have him at eight. Now, Drew Brees is fifth this year. Number five quarterback, uh, maybe sixth. No, yeah, he's number five. So, some of that, though, is, uh, y- you know, where he is and, and and what his overall play has been. And he's obviously been great. He's, he's going to finish second in MVP. Um, he may win it. You know, when you look at some of the uh, secondary oh, things. He's, that, if he wins it, it will be a Travis Sham mockery. Well, it, uh, I mean, this is a separate conversation, but his record in, in – uh, on the road, his record in, in close games and tough games, and you know, uh, teams with winning records is better than Mahomes by a lot. I will not watch football ever again if he wins MVP over Mahomes. How about that? Well, now I hope he does. <laughs> Your job will kind of <laughs> be very um, difficult job to I, do. I, I think you know it's just a matter of what your your choice of quarterback is. We've had this conversation on our show that if you're inclined to take two, um, Baker's probably in that conversation. If you're inclined to take one, 
you're probably not going to take somebody like Baker Mayfield because there's going to be some ups and downs. Yeah, I'm going to be pretty high on Lamar Jackson next year. Uh, Do you Jamie, like Lamar Jackson better than Baker Mayfield? I mean, I would rank Mayfield ahead of him, but I might draft Jack. I, I think Jackson has more upside than than almost any quarterback in football. He has more upside than every quarterback. Fantasy. Yeah, in fantasy. Yeah. Uh, more fantasy upside than any quarterback not named Mahomes, Rodgers, or Luck, I'd say. Maybe Watson. Uh, but those are your top four. Mahomes, Rodgers, Luck, Watson, Roethlisberger, five. Matt Ryan, six. Having a, a sneakily great year. Number three quarterback in fantasy. Terrific numbers for Matt Ryan. Russell Wilson, seven. Baker Mayfield, eight. Cam, Goff, Breeze, Philip Rivers, you have to dra- you have to rank him twelfth because he finishes twelfth every single year, uh, top twelve every single year. Uh, I, so the the ones that I struggled with were um, Brady, who's not ranked, mm-hmm. um, Trubisky, who has had a good season, not a great season, um, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen because I think they're kind of similar. Yep. Uh, I I think you look at what just Josh Allen's been able to do as a playmaker, but I, I agree with you, Lamar Jackson's ceiling is probably higher as a fantasy quarterback. Uh, it's it's a it's a tough position because there's so many great options there that. It's really not so much a top 12 anymore. Carson Wentz as well. You know, he's somebody that uh, I think deserves consideration. But, um, again, you're, you know, you're taking into account things that are happening now and things that are happening over the course of the season and some of those, uh, you know, negative things come into play. And one guy that is not going to make a ton of top 12s, I don't uh, maybe he won't make a lot of top 8s, but he might sneak in the top 12. And, honestly, he'll probably finish there is Kirk Cousins. I mean, Cousins is currently 11th in six-point per passing touchdown leagues. He has two top 12 wide receivers, and he has, believe it or not, the number seven tight end in fantasy. It may not look pretty, but Kirk Cousins is a guy whose numbers are always there at the end of the year. Would certainly be a good guy to draft as your number two quarterback. Yeah, you, you brought up something in. with the Lamar Jackson um, topic when we had this on our show about you know guys you could take him with. And one strategy I think that I'll try and pull off, uh, Cousins is a good one, but a, a Brady-Lamar Jackson pairing. Yeah. Because I think Brady will start to go in that 10 to 15 range you know, of quarterbacks, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how he finishes. Uh, if he has another strong postseason, that'll change people's mind. But um, you know, pairing a a strong veteran, Kirk Cousins, you know, maybe Matthew Stafford if he gets a healthy Marvin Jones back with what Kenny Galladay is going to do. You know, that's another guy you could probably put with Jackson. Um, you know, so th- those those caliber of guys I think are are the right players to pair with a young quarterback that has a chance to really pop. So let's take some phone calls here on CBS Sports Radio, Ion Fantasy Football. We are live until midnight Eastern. Got plenty of time to get to your calls. And CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Joe in South Carolina. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? My championship week. It's a PPR league. I need, I got seven players for y'all. I can need three spots filled. I got James Conner, Chris Carson, C.J. Anderson, Elijah McGuire, Spencer Ware, Dwayne Washington, and Chris McCaffrey. I can't remember if I said him. I think it's pretty easy. You know, the first three guys uh, are, are your best options. Uh, Conner coming back should be fantastic. C.J. Anderson, we saw what he was able to do uh, – do last week um mcguire is 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 someone you could maybe make a strong argument for but i just worry a little bit about the jets going into foxborough so um you know the first three guys i forget the third one but it was connor anderson and the, and the first one he named before mcguire uh thanks a lot joe appreciate it but christian mccaffrey we're not uh, necessarily expecting him to play it's not certainty but plan on not why, having why Chris- why would you play him if you're the panthers i mean you're down to your third string quarterback <clears throat> 
you are you have nothing to play for. It's been a miserable end. Because of the guys season. like to play, you know. I mean, that's what it is. Yes, you, you could but, look at almost you could look at so many teams, half the league right now, and say, why would you play anybody? Well, but there, guys there like are, to play. Understandably so. Um, there are two things with with McCaffrey, which you know, one is somewhat relevant with the bowl games going on. He skipped his bowl game because he didn't want to get hurt going into the NFL draft. Why in a meaningless game would they do something very similar? Play him where he can get hurt, and then he maybe have to miss the beginning part of next season. You know, God forbid. Um, he's done everything you could have asked for as a franchise. Forget about fantasy, but you know, setting the record for receptions for running backs, rushing for over a thousand yards, proving everybody wrong about that. Could he run between the tackles? He's been a star, and his season should be over. Oh, I mean, I. <laughs> Well then, let's sit Devontae Adams and Kenny Galladay. Eh, I don't. I don't agree well, personally, well, but again, I know if there, if there but are a lot things, of people are going to agree. If he's th- probably going to sit, <laughs> there there are a lot of things that are on the table for certain players. Um, incentives that are big. Uh, if those things matter to players, they should go get their money. Um, in Devontae Adams' case, you know, I know understand why you're bringing him up, but he's got team records that he can achieve. So there are things that people can play for when their teams are out of it. But McCaffrey's not in one of those spots. He's a football player. He should play. Andrew in Washington. What's up? You're on IR Fantasy If your throat was football. bothering you, would you do the show? Yeah, of course I would. Eh. I w- <laughs> you just heard me coughing. I'm still doing the show. That's not your. I'm talking about your throat being in bad shape. Yes. I, there's nothing wrong with Christian McCaffrey. He's fine. Andrew, what's going on? Happy New Year to you guys. Same to you, Andrew. Happy New Year. Thank Thanks. You. I appreciate all the fantasy advice. I love the podcast. I listen every day. Thanks, man. Um, I have to ask, just because I'm in kind of a tight spot, uh, another McCaffrey question. Um, I'm in the second week of my championship. It's a PPR league, and I've got Kamara and McCaffrey. So I need, of those guys, Adrian Peterson, Gus Edwards, and Josh Reynolds, two running backs and a flex. So right now, I've got Kamara on the bench, and I was planning on starting McCaffrey, Peterson, Edwards. But if McCaffrey might not play... Do I really want to bench basically my two best players in my last week of the season? But uh, let me know what you guys think. Thanks. I don't think you're benching them. I think their teams are benching them. So you may not have a choice. I'll tell you what, you know, for, for those of you in playing in, in any sort of daily leagues and in, in this type of situation, Dwayne Washington may end up being a star this week. You know, and I don't say that in the sense of that he's a great player, but it's just opportunity. Um, not only are the Panthers talking about potentially resting Christian McCaffrey, they're also talking about potentially resting Luke Keekley. And if that's the case, you may not see Thomas Davis. You may not see any other veteran guys out there for a, a, a long portion of the game, if at all. So, you know, when you talk about backups versus backups, you know, go back to the preseason and watch some of these guys play. You remember Chris Warren? He was a star for the Raiders because he looked explosive and he was playing against backups. And so um, that just is going to be the nature of some of these situations in Week 17. And I think if you're stuck, uh, you can't maybe tr- – like, I, I honestly, and I haven't ranked this way, I would play Dwayne Washington over everybody you just named. Oh, all right. Yeah, could be a could be a big day. Camara may not play. You know, the, right. the Saints the Saints sent up the the warning flag. Drew Brees is not starting. Right. Yeah. So and you're not you're not going to get much from their starters. You're going to get a lot from right. Dwayne Washington. The only the only thing for Camara, and, and this goes back to the team record situation. Uh, this is for a team that has a lot to play for, obviously. That he's tied with Dalton Hilliard for the single season touchdown record. Both of them have 18. Camara uh, may be given the opportunity, much like Kareem Hunt was in Week 17 last year, to go get. In Hunt's case, it was the rushing record. In Kamara's case, it may be the franchise touchdown record. Numbers 855-212-4227. My apologies for not getting to a lot of your phone calls in this segment. We had to get that quarterback talk in. But next segment, we will hear from you. Keep it here for more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio.
And we welcome you back, everybody, to the Week 17 edition of Eye on Fantasy Football. I am Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. What's up, Jamie? How we feeling? How you doing? Three segments in now. Feeling good still? I mean, I'm just watching <laughs> Tua. He's, He's great. Made. I mean, this guy's amazing. I can't wait for him to get into the NFL. He is He's, incredible. He's too awesome. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, what game or games are you most looking forward to on Sunday? Uh, Dolphins, Bills. Yeah, um, that that's the highlight for me. Um, I, I mean, obviously the Colts and the Titans is the is the highlight game for a reason. I want to see uh, how the Browns will handle the Ravens uh, for the number eight quarterback in 2019. I think the Ravens are gonna handle the Browns. I think it's just it's kind of awesome. That, that is that is the game I was gonna say, Jamie. That's yeah, the one I'm I, looking forward to. I think it's just kind of awesome that the Steelers are rooting for the Browns, the Ravens are rooting for the Bengals, the Eagles are rooting for the Bears, mm-hmm. the Vikings are rooting for the Redskins, the Titans and Colts are rooting for the Jaguars. It's just funny, like how the all the the teams rooting and fan bases rooting for teams that they typically hate. Yeah, especially especially in the <laughs> especially in the uh, in the AFC North. Um, underrated football storyline is what the Ravens do in terms of time of possession with Lamar Jackson. I just pulled up all their box scores since he became the quarterback and. This is their time of possession uh, in those, uh, I think it's six games that he's been the starter. 38 minutes and nine seconds. Remember, this is out of 60 minutes. 38 39-39. They had 31-27 in an overtime loss uh, at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City had the ball for 37 minutes. Uh, 37 minutes and 10 seconds against the Bucks, And then last week against the Chargers, 31-25. So it's amazing the way they are possessing the ball, and that is terrifying for any team that matches up against them in the playoffs. You just aren't going to get as many possessions. Uh, so you want Baltimore out of there, I think. I mean, I know they don't have Ben Roethlisberger. I know it's scary, but they—they, they, um, I, I mean, I know it's not as scary with Lamar Jackson, but it, it is scary when you consider their defense and the way they dominate possession. It's uh, you almost got to play mistake-free football against them. So yeah, I mean, interesting and, and- team. You've seen it, you know. Not that the uh, the Chargers have the greatest home field advantage, but they went into Los Angeles and punched them in the mouth, and you know they gave the Chiefs everything that they could handle uh, yep. with with that you know performance there. And he's just getting better as a quarterback. Um, obviously, he's not polished yet. the 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 nice thing you're seeing from him is limited turnovers. Now he's having some fumble issues, but he's not losing all of them. Um, if he does not make mistakes, and they don't make mistakes because of the way that defense plays and because of that run game. They could beat anybody. Absolutely. They really could. It's amazing without much of a passing game. All right, we got to get to some phone calls here. 855-212-4227. JB in Arkansas. JB, what's going on? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome, um, sir. I'm in a Week 17 championship round with PPR scoring, and I've kind of, with all the running backs being hurt, for guys sitting out, I've kind of got a Got to figure out two running backs and a flex for my lineup this week. I've got Damian Williams, David Johnson, C.J. Anderson, Marlon Mack, and and I got McGuire. And I'm kind of back and forth on which of those three guys is the best for the PPR format. Well, I I think you know Damian Williams and C.J. Anderson are locks for me. Um, then it comes down to do you want to trust David Johnson or Marlon Mack now? I have Johnson ranked higher because of PPR because I think he'll be more involved in the pass game. And I do think that you're going to see at some point 
Seattle start to pull guys off the field because I think they'll be playing with the lead. So you could get the situation of David Johnson versus some backup defenders, and I think that will be beneficial to him. So I would lean toward David Johnson, but I could certainly understand if you want to go with Marlon Mack. They have a lot more to play for. And uh, without Jarrell Casey playing for the Titans, that's a bad loss for them on that defense. So Mack could have the better rushing day and certainly the better chance to score. 855-212-4227. Matt in South Carolina. Matt, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. I got a question. Um, I'm in a keeper league, uh, so this is for next year. Uh, we do three keepers. Uh, I've got New Hopkins, obviously, and Alvin Kamara. And I've got Mahomes right now. And I don't know if, if, if I should keep Mahomes as a keeper or if the quarterback position is so heavy that I just uh, I keep going from there. So you keep you have to keep two guys. I keep three. So, so who would be your I, third I choice? Even, I, I've got David Johnson and Chris Carson as well that I could keep as my third keeper, and then get a quarterback on the back end. Yeah. Yeah, I, you got to go David Johnson, right? I don't know. I mean, it it, it it's certainly based on position scarcity. You know, it it would be nice to see what the the Cardinals do, who the head coach is, and how they sort of approach you know changing this offense a little bit because they have to build around Josh Rosen, and and we've seen this with David Johnson that when everything is right, he's one of the best in the business, and when everything is not right. He's still very good, but he's just not that elite-level guy. Whereas you have potentially the biggest difference maker at a top-heavy position, but still he's – I know going into uh, last week, he was maybe coming off of last week, I don't remember, but I think he was seven points on average per week better than Roethlisberger, who's number two. It's the biggest gap between numbers one and two since 2007. And so – but but he's but it's just not replicable. I mean, no. But but if he goes from seven points to five, or seven to three, Jamie, I think it's more likely just based on what we see every year that he's not the number one quarterback next year. It, How, that, it never happens, right? That's very true. Um, but he's you know usually when we see this, it's guys that are in their prime. He's not in his prime yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's it's amazing. Uh, you know, it's also a keeper is interesting because you've already got two studs. Like right. David Johnson's going to go ahead of Mahomes in in our drafts anyway. Yep. But you've already got two studs, so I could see the case. So my final answer would be David Johnson, Jamie, but what about you? I, I may lean toward Mahomes. Just, again, exactly what you said. That's where I was going with the second part of this, is that you walk in with number one QB, potentially number one wide receiver, and potentially top three running back. I may change my ranking of where I have Kamara if Mark Ingram leaves as expected, but also right. Drew Brees returning. All right, 855-212-4227 is the number. We go to Florida. Carlos, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Thanks for your guidance this year. I've got a PPR league title on the line tomorrow. Uh, best two RBs, best two wide receivers, and flags. For my RBs, I want to put in AP and James Conner. Are any of these other guys viable? Howard, Royce Freeman, Brian Hill, Dwayne Washington or Sproles. And for my two wide receiver slots, I got Galladay, Robbie Anderson, or Doug Baldwin. So for the receivers, I think it's easy for me. I'm going to go Galladay as long as he plays. He's he's expected to. And then I like Baldwin better than Anderson. Obviously, Anderson's been fantastic, but it's going to be a little bit of a tougher go for him going into Foxborough. So he could play great, but I just like the setup for Baldwin a little bit better. Um, with the running backs, I have been basically sitting Adrian Peterson for the better part of the last eight weeks. I think I've been wrong twice. Uh, once was against Philadelphia when he had the 90-yard touchdown run. Uh, his other, He had nine carries in the game. His other eight carries went for eight yards. Did not get over 100 yards rushing despite a 90-yard touchdown run. Just take that into account. And then last week when he went for over 100 yards against Tennessee. 
Um, so I am not the biggest Adrian Peterson fan at this current moment. He's had a fantastic season. Kudos to him for being a thousand yard rusher at 33. Uh, but I would actually sit him. I'd play Connor and I would sit him for Dwayne Washington. Thanks a lot, Carlos. We appreciate it. Uh, 855-212-4227. Just want to remind everybody though, it is the final week of the regular season and every game on CBS is a divisional matchup. Some teams are looking to the, uh, to end the season on a high note and for others, Everything is on the line. So for the complete playoff picture, the NFL Today, powered by Ram Trucks, kicks off Sunday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. Now let's go to Brian in Florida. Brian, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? I uh, won my league last week, and I appreciate all the help you've uh, given this year. Thank um, you, sir. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> my question is... Uh, Adam, you had a great question a couple weeks ago about um, <clears throat> is the zero RB strategy a thing of the past? Um, I was just wondering <clears throat> if you gentlemen could just kind of, you know, compare how your teams that you did zero RB turned out compared to, you know, um, <clears throat> not not going with that strategy. And I appreciate mm-hmm. it, guys. Uh, Happy New Year. Cool, Brian. I'll, uh, I'll, ha- I'll hang up and I'll thank you for the phone call. Uh, that's a great question, Jamie. I don't think I did any zero RB, uh, but but this would have been the absolute greatest year to do it. A lot of depth uh, running back in the later rounds. Um, yes and no. Oh, I mean, look at the Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Philip Lindsay, Joe okay, Mixon. But which receivers I'm Mixon, were you drafting sorry. early that hit? Oh, most of them. I mean, the receivers, the the, the top receivers because, this well, year. Well, again, you you may have done it with Beckham, who was good. At times, uh, look. There's always examples, but I'm just but, saying but, the but, late but that, round that, running backs were no, great this year. Yes, but you have to start at the top, and so if AJ Green was one, you had some great moments. But where is he at the end of the season? I don't think that's the way to really look at the argument. Well, you it's have about to. it's about the zero RB strategy. Did no. the did the running backs pay off? No, it's not. Of course because, it is. No, it's not, Adam. Because you have to hit on the two guys that you draft first. But, but okay, you don't have to hit on both. First of all, you could hit on one. And that that's true of any position. I mean, you could have drafted Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette and gone two RBs a- and been horrible. But the point is, this was a great year for zero RB because uh, so many of the late-round running backs turned out to be good. And if you look at the running backs in the playoffs who are winning you leagues, I mean, they were not necessarily drafted. So you could have beaten the Christian McCaffrey, sure, Todd Gurley owners I, by starting Damian Williams. I, I, you know? I, I don't disagree with you, but you also could have taken running backs early and still picked up those guys. Yeah. Um, it, it, that's the, the free agent argument goes both ways, so you can't really use that as the example. Um, with the receivers, though, it, it's almost the same thing with the mid-round receivers. They've been very good, too. Uh, but they've been good, but they haven't, they haven't really broken through like, uh, like Chubb. And I know like Aaron Jones is not going to show up in the, in the list, but... He, you know, when he was starting, he was a stud. Sure. Um, but so was Tyler Lockett but at the receiver spot. I, I'm looking at, okay, Devon, no, not even close to the impact those guys had. And he wasn't started, you know, every week like those guys were. Well, I mean, Aaron Jones, you probably had four weeks of good production out of him. Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, Julio Jones, yeah, but Tyree again, Kill. You're, These you're, are your top wide receivers. Sure. Okay. But how top heavy was Michael Thomas and Adam Thielen? Well, Michael Thomas certainly was. So was Adam Thielen. Wait, what do you mean? Their their production was early. I'm sorry, not top heavy, but oh, early, oh, oh, early season early. production. Oh yeah, Thielen was Tom. You know, Thomas. Thomas was too. Didn't fade quite as much as Thielen. I'm I, all I'm saying is I don't think this like you're you're using the mid round running backs as the example of why it worked. I don't know if that's necessarily the case 
unless you hit on the two receivers that have been good all season long. Because uh, the running know. backs at the top have been very good too. Yeah, that, that's true. They have, and that's why I didn't go zero RB in any league. So I did you? We have to we have to no, wrap I, up I, our number one. I, I was I was basically running back receiver early. Yeah, me too. And I'll do the same thing next next year. Um, but it was just kind of interesting how James Connors up there. James White had an amazing year. Philip Lindsay had a great year. Tariq Cohen, Nick Chubb. Um, it, you know, it was interesting. Adrian Peterson, Chris Carson. Uh, it was a good year for for mid to late round running backs. This is the end of hour number one, but don't worry, everybody. We got another hour of fantasy football talk coming up, our final show of the year, and we're wrapping up 2018 and looking ahead to 2019. If you have a week 17 question, if you have a keeper question, if you want to talk about running backs, wide receivers, or tight ends, we'll look at Jamie's top 12 for 2019 in hour number two. The number's 855 212 4227. Give us a call, and we're coming right back here on Ion Fantasy Football. Ion Fantasy Football is back. And here we go with our number two. Welcome back to Ion Fantasy Football. We are coming to you live from the Quicken Loan Studios. National mortgage lender, Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here live until midnight Eastern, and our phone number is 855 212 4227. Give us a call. Well, chat, you can brag about your fantasy teams or ask us fantasy questions, whatever you want. Jamie, it's week 17. Most fantasy owners are not playing, and some NFL teams are following suit. Can we expect to start any Panthers, Cowboys, or Saints this week? Not the normal guys. Um, I would say Teddy Bridgewater is on the table for any daily leagues. I got a, just got a question on Twitter during our break uh, about Mitchell Trubisky or Teddy Bridgewater, and I would play Bridgewater. Um, I also think Dwayne Washington, we've had this conversation come up a few times question come up a few times about adrian peterson uh i would play washington over him just in terms of somebody who's going to play or at least expected to play um so yeah so there's uh th- there's a couple situations there you know i don't know if i'd get cute with a cameron artist pain type of scenario if if christian mccaffrey's out and i would probably avoid most of the panthers receivers with jeff allen starting in place of taylor taylor heineke who's starting in place of cam newton <laughs> what are the cowboys doing this week I don't think they're going to play their guys very much. Uh, you know, if you just go back to the 2016 season, week 17, they were the number one seed going into that final week of the year against the Eagles. And they played Dak Prescott, I think, for two drives um, before he gave way to Tony Romo, who had a touchdown pass to Terrence Williams in his final uh, appearance as an NFL player. And then Mark Sanchez finished out the game. Ezekiel Elliott was active. And I remember, like, oh, my God, we got a ranking. We threw him in our rankings last minute, and he didn't take the field. So <laughs> I would imagine uh, you don't get much out of Dak, you don't get much out of Cooper, and you probably don't see Elliott. Now, this is another situation where I am not playing Ezekiel Elliott at all in this game. Hey, if, if, if you're out, the Cowboys. Right. Oh, if you're the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, listen, if you're, if you're out there and you're listening, you're like, who are Jamie's top 12 running backs next year? Where is Ezekiel Elliott? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Here's Jamie's top 12. We got some callers on the line. We'll get to you, I promise. 855-212-4227. But here's Jamie's top 12 running backs in 2019. Todd Gurley, one. He has to be. He's number one overall, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Saquon Barkley, two. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, three. Christian McCaffrey, four. Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara. That's top six. So uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, I struggled with two because what Elliott's been doing, catching the ball of late, his offensive line's going to be better with Frederick back. That's the expectation. Um, Barkley's obviously awesome, and he has a shot for 2,000 total yards. So he's you know clearly proving to be 
a special talent. But I, I, I'm going to go back and forth probably on those two guys a lot in the offseason. I'm going to take Zeke. It feels a little safer to me. Because we've I just agree. seen it, you know, three years in a row. I know he had yeah, a suspension no. last year. Let me give you a couple stats to see what you think of these. Saquon Barkley, first eight games before their bye. He averaged 14 catches and 7.2 uh, – sorry, 14 carries. I was going to say, <laughs> uh, yes. Not that <laughs> far from it, but 14 carries, 7.25 catches per game before the bye. Mm-hmm. Since the bye, 19 carries, up from 14 to 19 Catches down from 7.25 to four catches per game. Still great, but you're going to see the final catch total, and you wonder if he can repeat it because after their bye, they basically decided we're a running team now. We're going to give him the ball 20 times a game, and the catches have gone down. Personally, I prefer the other way. I prefer fewer carries and and more catches. I think that's better for for his health, and I think it's clearly better in PPR. I think the yards will be pretty similar. Um, I don't know if it's a huge difference, but there's that. And Ezekiel Elliott... Seven games without Amari Cooper. He same yards per carry with or without, but he averaged eighty-eight point four rushing yards per game without him, twenty-five receiving yards with Cooper, hundred and two rushing yards per game, and almost double, forty-nine receiving yards compared to twenty-five. So his total yards are way up with Cooper. I don't know if either of those stats change things for you. There, there's there's one stat that you're leaving out that makes me lean a little bit more toward Elliott. And again, like I said, right now I, when I did it, I. I must have changed it 100 times. Um, look at Elliott's touchdowns, total touchdowns. Oh, what is it? Under 10. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, that, that's not going ha- to happen again. So Barkley's got 10 rushing and four receiving. Right. Zeke, has total, six, I think nine. Zeke has six rushing touchdowns? Yeah. And three receiving. Right. So he's probably a 15-touchdown guy? Oh, uh, I mean, I think 12 is like a layup for him, and he has six. That's amazing. Right. Or six so, rushing, yeah. That number to me is the one that's going to spike the most. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, so he's going to have. I mean, if he played this week, he'd have a fifteen hundred rushing guard season. He's at fourteen thirty four. Uh, I think he's the NFL's leading rusher right now. He certainly is. Yes. Uh, if, if I saw something correctly, that Barkley needs two hundred thirty seven yards to catch him. That's not going to happen. It might. Uh, I would take the under. <laughs> I would take the under too, yeah. but it might. Uh, um, so uh, let me just get to the rest of your top twelve, so we can get to some calls. Sorry, Jamie. Gurley, Barkley, Zeke. McCaffrey, Gordon, Kamara, and then, you know, much more interesting after that. Nick Chubb, 7. James Conner, 8. Joe Mixon, 9. Philip Lindsay, 10. Dalvin Cook, 11. David Johnson, 12. So it's Chubb, Conner, Mixon, Philip Lindsay, Dalvin Cook, David Johnson. Yeah, I mean, how many of them are first-round picks for you? Um, I think it's the first six picks for me overall are all running backs. And then Chubb and Conner. Chubb and Conner? Okay. Mm-hmm. So just to give you a sneak peek, uh, first off, um, now that I'm talking through it, <laughs> I'm going to change it to Elliott for our show for tomorrow. Good for you. To be number two. Um, secondly, we showed uh, our, our two colleagues, Heath Cummings and Dave Richard, they both have Le'Veon Bell in their top, I think top ten. Um, he's not going to be a first or second round pick for me next year, depending on where he goes. So I'm saying that right now just as a blank statement. If he goes to the Colts, they'll change my opinion. If he goes to a team that has a high-powered offense – I'll change my opinion. But if he goes to just a money grab, Jets, Raiders, teams that I don't think are going to be as offensively explosive. Now, obviously, the Jets are trending in the right direction with with Sam Darnold, and the Raiders, I think, have shown to be a little bit better uh, as the season has moved on after that horrible start. But I'm concerned, and I don't think this is the case, but I want to see it. Is he a system guy? 
Is he? Well, it's one an of amazing those? system. That's pretty obvious. That's the problem. Yeah. Is he's been in for his entire career with a Hall of Fame quarterback who's put up great numbers, with, for the most part, one of the best receivers of all time, and for the last couple of years, a pair of receivers that are great. And they have like three Pro Bowlers on their offensive line. And that's the other thing. The <laughs> offensive line has been so dominant. Yeah. So. The problem for me with Bell is he's going to go somewhere, and he's going to be fine. Um, but will he be the Bell that we've seen? And we had I had this argument with Dave on, on a couple of our video shows. Does the year off help or hurt him? Now, you can say that he's rested and, and, and has that scenario of not the mileage on his legs. But he's a year older, and running backs don't get better when they get older. But he's not worse. old. He's not old, but he's older. But he... he <sighs> He's older, but it, does it really matter if you're older if you don't have the tread on the tires? I, I would say it helps. Do you think it hurts the year I, off? I, I don't think it helps, but I don't think it necessarily hinders him too much. I don't think it's a benefit. The other part of it is he's going to want to get paid a significant amount of money. Is the team that's signing him, and is he going to the team that's going to sign him with the understanding of, I don't want to be a 400-touch guy anymore. I want to be a... 300 touch guy where I'm as fresh as I possibly can be, but that team signing him is going to need him to probably be that 400 touch guy. And so that's another side of the equation. Also, he's been so he's gotten so much, so many touches mm -hmm. that have made him so successful. So I, I, for he will not be a first round pick. I can tell you that for me, he will not be a top 12 running back. He'll be in that 13 to 15 range, depending on where he signs. And he could be lower. I'd probably have more faith, but I understand where you're coming from. I wouldn't want him on the Raiders because I have no faith in Gruden. I think the Jets would be okay, um, and the Colts would be great. But, Colts would be great. Uh, but you we'll know, and, and, you know, some of the teams that are going to be looking at running backs, there's obviously going to be more, but um, the Dolphins, you know, just given what their backfield looks like, the Chiefs now, you know, I, I don't think the Spencer, the excuse me, the Damian Williams signing means they're done looking at running backs. Um there's some thought that the Jaguars do move on from Leonard Fournette. Is that a team that looks to you know sign a running back? They have a lot of cap issues, so I doubt it. But um, you know, it's just going to be interesting to see if there's a wild card team out there. But everybody's looking at the Jets and the Raiders because they have money and they have a need. All right, Jamie, I want to hear from our listeners. We got some callers on the line live until midnight today. Give us a call at eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's hear from Joel in South Carolina. Joel, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Great to hear from you. I mean, great to talk to you. I uh. Really enjoy all your advice always. Thanks, and, man. Uh, Thank you. Made it to uh, four championships and won two championships, so that was great uh, Great advice y'all gave all year. Uh, I'm in a three-keeper league. I kept um, Zeke and Gurley and Thielen last year, um, but I, I also picked up Kamara, Mahomes, and Watson, so I have Zeke, Gurley, Thielen, Kamara, Watson and Mahomes, so I can keep three. Hmm. Um, I, I, I think uh, you know, playing in a league by yourself is obviously awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, look, you're you're in such a great spot, uh, and you know, we had this conversation with another caller earlier about you know, do you keep since you have two studs at one position, do you maybe divert to another position? I'm keeping Alvin Kamara and saying, uh, uh, sorry, rest of the league, um, you can't have these guys; they're all mine. Zeke, Gurley, and Kamara. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just Joel, congratulations. Uh, we look forward to uh, 365 days from now. You're, you're, uh, I won my league. Thanks, to, thanks guys. <laughs> Phone call. Yeah, we, we had a lot to do with it. Yeah, appreciate that, Joel. <laughs> uh, David in California. David, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. David, you there, my man? 
All right. David, you've disappointed us. I'm, oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, we just hung up on him. I'm sorry. It's call my back. bad. Call back. David in California, call back. I'll get you to the this front of the line. This is why Adam's not playing week 17. 855-212-4227. Larry in Baton Rouge. Larry, you better talk quickly or you know what's going to happen. What's up? Okay. I, how you doing, guys? Uh, <laughs> I have four running backs, standard league. I need to start three. Uh, Damian Williams, Jamal Williams, C.J. Anderson, and Connor. I need to sit one. Man, what's the format? Standard. Standard standard league. This is easy okay. for me, Jamie. See what you say. I'm playing CJ Anderson. I'm playing James Conner. And yeah. I'm playing Jamal Williams. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to do. That, that's where, if I have any uncertainty about a backfield, which I have a little bit with the Chiefs, with, with, if Spencer Ware plays, that's what I'm just going to say, especially you, in standard. Did, did you see, in terms of the uh, defensive tackles for uh, run-stopping ability, who's number one and number two? In the league? For the season. I think it's pro football focus. I, so All I, right, I'm going to go with uh, with Damon Harrison and <laughs> Domita Pecco. Uh You could have just stopped with Damon Harrison. He's number one during his time with the Lions, <laughs> and he's number two during his time with the Giants. That's awesome. He wow. is the best run-stopping player in the NFL. That's terrific. But Jamal Williams will get passing downs work, and they're still giving up some fantasy points. But, yeah, that's that's cool. He's plus playing hurt. Uh, all right. Hey, David in California, welcome back. I will not hang up on you. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Adam and Jamie, you guys are my fantasy fathers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank dads. you guys and listen to your podcast. And uh, how are you guys today? Well, That's you're great. up a little bit past your bedtime, son. That's what I would say. <laughs> oh, no, you're in California. I forgot. We sent you on that trip out west. You're fine. Right, right. It's 8.15 nice. here. <laughs> What's up, David? Uh, last year I won the championship because of you guys. I'm, I'm in a 10-team PPR league, and I just want to uh, you know, read off my lineup to you guys. I'm in the Super Bowl, week 17. I have Mahomes as my starting quarterback, which I'm going to leave in. I have Devontae Adams, Humphreys. Damian Williams with Kansas City, Marlon Mack, uh, Evan Ingram, Hilton. That's my starting lineup. And on my bench, I have Connor, Ware, Sproles, Freeman, and Sterling Shepard. Should I keep my lineup or should I change out some players? Uh, son, I must have missed where you said the format. I'm sorry. So what was it? <laughs> it's a 10-team PPR. So a 10-team PPR. Um, I'm going to play Connor over Mack. Yeah. Connor over Mack. Yeah. Jamie, would you, play, would you play Sterling Shepard over Adam Humphreys? Uh, I like Humphreys better, but I, I'm, I'm not opposed to it just with the, the thought of maybe the quarterback change. So if you're concerned about Ryan Griffin playing and taking Jameis off the field and that hurting Humphreys, you can play Shepard too. David, thank you very much for calling. Good stuff. 855-212-4227. We got more to come here on Ion Fantasy Football. Remember, we're live until midnight. This is our last show until next fantasy football season. So get your questions in right, right now, everybody. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to CBS Sports Radio's Eye on Fantasy Football. You know, you're such a football elitist. What you just said to me off the air. What? How could Kyler Murray play play baseball? He should play football. Let me let me ask you a question. And and your response was uh um accurate that he's going to make a lot more money in baseball if he's one of the elite baseball players. If he's a middle of the road quarterback, 
Look what Matthew Stafford gets paid. Look what Derek Carr gets paid. Look what Ryan Tannehill gets paid. But maybe he just likes baseball better. That, that's fair. People never. People, I've heard this argument so many times. Why would he play baseball? You could play football. Sometimes some people actually like baseball better. I don't know if he does, but, but some people do. Plus, uh, he's pretty small. If you're if you're, if you're a star baseball player, or star football player, where you, what are you more well known for? Oh, you're more known, but he's uh, football is the answer. But uh, he's he's kind of small. I'm not sure he's an NFL prospect the way he's a baseball prospect. I think that's kind of. Well, I mean, everything that I've heard this week is if he declares for the draft, he's going to be a first round pick. That's pretty interesting because he's already a first-round pick in baseball, as we know. And he's considered to be, again, from everything I've heard, I don't know if this would be true, but the best player in high school football in the state of Texas ever. Oh, is that right? He went 43-0 and as a quarterback. That's pretty good. That's he's, not bad. He, this, if he loses this game, which right now they're trailing, this will only be the third time he's lost a game since high school. Yeah, well, maybe, like I said, you know, some people like baseball. I like baseball. Maybe he if, likes it if better. If you had the choice to be an NFL quarterback or an outfielder in baseball, there's no chance you'd be an outfielder in baseball. I don't know, man. I don't there want There's no I, chance. I, Your ego would never allow that. Mine? Yes. I have, like, no ego. Oh, please. All right. Welcome back to the greatest fantasy football show you've <laughs> ever heard. Let's hear from our callers right now, 855-212-4227. I am Adam Azer. He is Jamie Eisenberg. And we're live until midnight Eastern on Ion Fantasy Football. And we'll get to your calls. Let's do it. Richard in Nebraska. Richard, what's going on? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing? Good, man. What's up? Hey, uh, this is, I guess, about 2019 going into next year. Um, have you, uh, are you guys familiar with the uh, Vampire League that have kind of been floating around here this last season? No. No, I am not. Um, well, anyway, one, one, one of the 12 or one of the 10, however many are in your league, they don't draft. They get a pick from the waivers, and then if they lose against, if they beat a team during the season, they get to swap players with somebody off that that <laughs> roster. Fun. Wow. Okay. And you play it out. So, with that being said, a uh, week to ten days ago, you had uh, Pete Prisco Pete Prisco drink on your uh, <laughs> on your show, right? And uh, he was uh, bragging about uh, running six leagues for his podcast versus the, uh, hey, the hey. one that you do. No, and, Richard. No, it was not. It, are you hearing me, Richard? It was not Pete Prisco. It was Will Brinson. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh -huh. sorry. I just wanted to say Pete Prisco drink. Um, <laughs> there we go. So We're Will, so Will running the six and doing T-shirts. So I guess I wanted to throw out if you guys would uh, be open to, and I would run it because you have to go in and you've got to drop and swap and do all that stuff. If one of you would be interested in being a vampire in a podcast league that I would commission via CBS and run it through next season. I wouldn't say no. I would not say no to that. That sounds fun. Now Jamie was in twenty three leagues, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take that off his plate. <laughs> but I might yeah, put that on mine. One of yeah, one of the four. Adam would, would love to have you in there. I mean, you, obviously, you could figure out and um, picking obviously picking the picking the others. Myself, you, ten other guys, and a twelve man. So figure out the format. I could get you the details. Well, I don't have uh, ten friends, so you're gonna have to take care of that. Well, we've got well, okay. So we're both in the same situation. So, uh, <laughs> oh, are we cool? See, Jamie, well, I have no ego. I told you. Well, I mean, you're well, making this all by yourself. You know, some podcast listeners. Uh, is that oh, something yeah. I can maybe send you an e send you an email and we can maybe look at that for next season? Send it over. You know, you know the address: fantasyfootballcbsi.com. We'll talk about it, Richard. Thanks, my man. For 16 Appreciate weeks, it. he rushes he rushes people off the phone. Yeah. And in week 17, you just found out everything about Richard's life. 
and now I have a new friend. How about now that? That gives me five. Jacob in it. Maine. Thanks, Richard. Jacob, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. Um, I'm in a championship in, in a PPR league, and having Michael Thomas being basically useless and Chubb having a bad matchup, I'm a little bit slim. But uh, I have four wide receivers, pick two in a PPR, Anderson, Edelman, Jeffrey, and Cook. Edelman for sure. Um, Jeffrey feels safer than the other two guys. Cooks, however, may have the most upside. I would probably take the safe route here just because what we've seen from Cooks really over the last month has been a little bit hard to trust and only three touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I got it. I'm, he's, I'm all in on the Rams DFS. Uh, I'm hoping they just have a, a monster game, and I'm hoping Cooks finally shows up. But he has only three touchdowns this year. I, I would not be surprised if he's the best of this group. But yeah, I, 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 I agree. With, I would do exactly what you said. I don't think the there's that much difference with Jeffrey, though, going in because Jeffrey could blow up, too. Sure. Uh, by the way, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Hey, everyone, here's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Do you need homeowners, renters, or motorcycle insurance, too? Get it all at GEICO.com. 855-212-4227. We have a first-time caller, Jamie. Uh, Pat in Ohio, is it? <laughs> hmm. Pat, what's up? What What is up, man? What is up, fellas? What do yeah. you got for us yeah. tonight? Yeah, this call is dedicated to all the listeners in the struggle. We're all winners. It's all good, Brady. Brady. It was all a dream. I used to read every fantasy <laughs> football magazine. Then I listened to the podcast on top fantasy football today nonstop. I had Robbie Gold kicking field goals, but not that many FFTs. that only want to take advice from, and you give me good and plenty. Little ditty about Dak and Matt Ryan, two American football players doing the best they can. Dak said he's going to be a football star. Ryan said you got to be better than Derry Carr. Week 17, you ain't missing a thing. Oh, yeah, life goes on. Even when they're thrilled, the fantasy football is gone. I strive in the waivers because she's my companion. I don't ever want to feel like I did last Sunday. Take me to the place I love. Most points take me all the way. Out of the Bridgewater, we go. <laughs> Where Drew's some dud under the branch of water is not enough. I got my mind made up. I need Melvin Gordon's touchdowns. If he's feeling right, he's going to run all night. He's going to run for two. Yeah, it's true. He's going to run oh, for Brian two. Oh, Brian Adams, yes. <laughs> Can I get an encore or do you want DJ Moore? Maybe in another podcast I can find you there. Leaving out tweets to show you I still care. And it feels, feels like next season so far away. And it feels, feels like one last phone call. Now that I on fantasy football gone away. I call on you, my brothers, when I need a hand. We all need advice that you understand. My team's not strong. You help me carry on, lean on me. When you need my call to be long. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, jeez. That was so that was the extended version. Way to go. Did you get the offspring in there? Yes. That you don't know how much I used to love the offspring, man. That is the forerunner? 
uh, in the forerunner, it was definitely a lot of gone away by the offspring. That was terrific, man. Good stuff. I, I have no idea what you wanted to a- us to answer, though. Oh, because I'm not finished yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. Stat of the week, 19 for 19 on phone calls. Special thanks to the Fantastic Four. Laser Taser, Adam Azer, putting fair into our opponents, Jamie Crazy Eisenberg, <laughs> and the heat of the moment coming, and the fantasy predator, Dave Richard Sherman. That's pretty good. <laughs> drafting for the NFL playoffs, most points. Is it better to stack teams you think are going to go to the Super Bowl or to spread out the picks? Merry New Year. Have a lovely evening. <laughs> uh, yeah, excellent question. Uh, uh, I love I, I love those types of contests. By the way, very yeah. Very we'll, fun. we'll 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 probably do one um, amongst ourselves. Uh, I would say you want to get teams that have the chance to play in Wild Card Weekend that you think can go to the Super Bowl. So, like for example, um, we both I think are of the belief that the Ravens could make a run. Yeah, yeah. So Gus Edwards would be an interesting. Lamar Jackson would be interesting. I'm going to start defense. with the Saints. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I think that the Saints have the but, easiest path. But we're talking wild card weekend, you know. Yeah, so I know. I, I don't know, but but I, I, I guess the be- the best thing would be so so take out the the weekend, um, the team that you think has a chance to play three games. Yeah, that's exactly what I was yep. thinking. Yeah. Um, and who's the wild card? So you say the Ravens. Um, I, there are a lot of teams though. The Chargers. I mean, Chargers are going to be popular. Yep, they could definitely make it. I mean, and obviously, win the, if the Steelers get in. Steelers, yeah, this is such a fun year. Colts for sure. It's it is wide open, especially in the AFC and in the NFC. It's going to go through the Saints, but they're clearly beatable. The question is, are they beatable uh, at home? We will find out. Numbers eight five five two one two four two two seven. Keep it here for more Eye on Fantasy Football on CBS Sports Radio. This is our last segment. Until August. Jamie Eisenberg, how do you feel about that? Um, sad. Yeah, it is a little sad. I love doing this show. I love it. Because we have our podcast. You know, we've been doing our podcast for 10 years. And uh, Fantasy Football Today. And a lot of our listeners listen to the show. Some of them come on the show and sing long songs. And that that they're awesome. Um, but this is really the, the time we get to really interact with our listeners. This is a lot different than just reading emails. So that's my favorite part. We have a week 17. We've been doing this, this radio show for years, and I can't remember this many calls in week 17. So this is great. We have a full board of calls, 855-212-4227. And just before we get to you guys, I just want to thank everyone. I want to thank Jamie, Dave, and Heath for being on this show every week with me. Um, and even when I'm not here, filling in. And I want to thank all our producers, all the board ops, everybody here at CBS Sports Radio for for letting us do this show. And, of course, the listeners, because it's great. You guys make the show, and I'm just so proud to see everybody showing up and calling us every single week. It's awesome. And I'll turn it over to Jamie now for some sentimentality. Uh, Yes, uh, ditto. (laughs) What what else else to say? You said it all. I think uh, there's an episode of Cheers where, oh, there we go, where Sam and Diane are, like, having this, like, deep conversation and Diane says all these like heartfelt things and Sam just looks at her and goes ditto and he's like you stole what uh, you, I was going to say you are very much Diane um, <laughs> oh, thanks <laughs> uh, no I mean you said it very eloquently so uh, yeah. uh, not, nothing else really to add I, I do sincerely gratefully thank our, our listeners they're they're just amazing uh, not just on this show our podcast uh, on, on CBS Sports HQ 
uh, our readers on cbsports.com. I mean, you guys make everything that we do possible. Well, yeah, again, thank you very much. And and now I'm going to turn over to Jamie for this question. Who, who are going to be some of your guys next year when you're drafting? Um, two that I liked a lot this year uh, that did not play because of injury. One is Jarek McKinnon. Uh, I think we've seen Kyle Shanahan's system show how just how good it can be when it's not necessarily a, a named running back. So I like the opportunity of him hopefully coming back at 100% and, and reclaiming that job. And then Darius Geis. Um, I'm I'm excited about his opportunity as well. You know, the the infection situation that he's had as a result of the ACL surgery is clearly something to keep an eye on. But um, I'm hoping that they move on from Adrian Peterson. I hope that Geis is the guy next year, and I'm excited about his uh, his upside and his outlook. I know this is kind of dumb to say since he might be a first-round pick in a lot of leagues. I think he'll be more of an early second-round pick, but I have high hopes for Joe Mixon. I think he can enter the elite category, and if I have late picks – uh, you'll see Joe Mixon on a lot of my teams, and I'll, I'm with you. Yeah, I was with you this year. Yeah, I just, I just think it was the circumstances of losing AJ Green, losing Andy Dalton, and losing all those games that have taken a little bit of the shine off Joe Mixon. But he, as long as they're competitive, he, he's going to be amazing. And um, but yeah. before you continue, uh-huh. uh, we have a little bit of news. Oh, go ahead. Uh, according to Adam Schefter, there is not a lot of optimism that Antonio Brown will play tomorrow. Um, they're going to test it out tomorrow during pregame. But as of now, he is probably not going to play. Sleepers? I mean, maybe James Washington if you're looking at it, but not that I would take that risk in Week 17. Maybe a little Vance McDonald, something like yeah, that? Yeah, I thought McDonald would play well to begin with. So, yeah, he gets a he gets a bump. Um, they're also going to test out James Conner, so it sounds like he's not out of the woods just yet, but I would expect him to play. Okay. And then the other guy I was going to say is Dante Pettis. I just I think everybody's going to be pretty big on the uh, 49ers offense. They're, they are you know proving to be good no matter what the circumstances. So, Pettis looks like a really good player, and I'm excited for him. Enough about that. Enough from us. Let's hear from you. 855-212-4227. After us, it's Outside the Cage with Pete Hoffman, by the way, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I'm going to, just in case we have some people who are trying to call in, I know the board is full. I'm going to ask that we go a little bit quicker on the calls in this segment. we got about seven minutes left in the show. Uh, Nate in Ohio. Nate, what's going on? How we doing, guys? I got a question about my flex. It's a 10-man PPR league. I got a uh, Doug Baldwin, Lamar Miller, or Adrian Peterson. I, I'd probably play Baldwin. Um, his two games uh, over the last two years at home against the Cardinals have been fantastic. I think he's got three total touchdowns over those two games, so he beats them up pretty good in Seattle. And uh, I, I think you just have seen the the light turn on for him, health wise and, and production wise as well. He's in my DFS lineup. I expect a big game from Doug Baldwin. Jacob in Maine. Jacob, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys, I got a PPR league. I need two flex as well. Um, Robbie Anderson, Brendan Cook, Chris Carson, George Kittle, White, Michelle, and David Johnson. I need two. Michelle would be the first one for me. Um, regardless of format, I just think he's going to go off for 100 and a touchdown. Uh, he's our start of the week on CBS Sports. Um, a lot of Robbie Anderson, there. Brandon Cooks, Chris Carson, Sony Michelle, James White, and... Jacob, George who Kittle. else? George, George Kittle. Kittle, David Johnson. Oh, okay. Great group. Um, I'm probably still going to stick with Chris Carson, too. I don't think he's going to play a full game, but I don't think that will matter against the Cardinals. They're so bad. Thank you, Jacob. 855-212-4227. Craig in his car. What's up, Craig? Uh, gentlemen, it's good to be speaking to you again. Uh, Jamie, I trust you've been well. Thank um, you. You too. Snide comments saying to yourself would be greatly appreciated. Oh, is this another question about starting? No. Come on, Craig. What do we got here? 
I, I, sorry, what, what, what did you say? Are you about to ask us about starting Drew Bledsoe and Dan Marino? Uh, not specifically those players. Uh, what is this no. game? What is this game that you play? You, you ask us these questions that make no sense, and then you criticize Jamie. What is this? Oh, well, you know, Jamie had taken a slightly aggressive tone, but no, it actually does make complete <laughs> sense. Uh, we actually had a death in the pool recently uh, because the gentlemen in it ranged, for the most part, from ages 87 at our youngest to 98 years old uh, is All an right. individual named Manny, still going very strong. Uh, the people playing in it are from my uncle's nursing home. This is what I, I tried to explain before. I, I, I tried to explain before and was either cut off abruptly or, you know, told it didn't make sense. But uh, these are all individuals who don't have any kind of solid memory of seasons prior and stuff. So it's a fun way to go back, uh, take some of the talent and excitement from the past and be able to move forward with it and do games that are uh, fantasy games that are relevant because they don't, they don't know what the results of them are. So it, it, there was never, there was never a point where it, Oh, okay, the guys. No, no, no. All right, go ahead, Craig. Go ahead, Craig. Oh, okay. Um, so no, no. There, there was absolutely never a point where it didn't make sense, and you know, I, I, I don't hold grudges, and I think Jamie and I perhaps next season could talk a little bit of this out, and it, uh, you know, I, I don't think it has to carry on into being this whole thing, but um, it's, it's very exciting. We've, we've had a lot of fun, and. The, my question this week was about O.J. Simpson or Teddy Bruschi. Well, I don't know how to answer that question. Craig, I'm not quite sure what to make of it. I hope everything goes well with you. I hope you have a happy new year. I want to thank you for calling in. Let's get to Ken in Nebraska at 855. I'm so aggressive. 212 Look, I don't know. He's talking about I don't know. I, I, I hope I hope everything with Craig. I, I hope I, you know, I apologize if I came across as rude given his circumstances. Well, but... if he's doing things for older people who are trying to enjoy no, football, great. that's it, great. It, but, it, I, but what am I supposed to say? O.J. Simpson versus Teddy Bruschi. That's what makes me think it's all a joke. So it could be the joke's just on us that I look like an idiot. But I'm trying. It's like... Kind of tap dancing around. I don't know. You don't want to offend anybody. Hey, it's our finest hour. Uh, Ken in Nebraska. <laughs> Ken, what's going on? Hey, I got in. Thanks. Um, Sorry, man. I've got three th- three running backs. Uh, Jalen Samuels now seems like a start since Antonio Brown probably won't play. So now it's between Jamal Williams and um, David Johnson. Which which do you think? I mean, I'd still play those guys over Samuels. The only way I would play Samuels is if Connor doesn't play. This right. has nothing to do with Antonio Brown. Um, you know, Connor, again, I think he's going to be out there, but if he's not, then Samuels would be over David Johnson. Joe in Pittsburgh. Joe, you're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, guys, I need two of the four receivers Foster, Humphreys, Diggs, or Hamilton. Um, Foster and Diggs. All right. Thanks a lot, Joe. Appreciate it. No, I'm sorry. Humphreys and Diggs. Uh, Joe, Humphreys and Diggs. Yes. Humphreys and Diggs. Aaron in Waco, Texas. Aaron, what's up? You're an eye on fantasy football. Hey, I love the show, guys. I've got, you know, two running backs and a flex, and I've got to choose between Chubb, James Conner, Mixon, C.J. Anderson, and Jamal Williams. Uh, Conner, Anderson, and Williams. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate it. All right, Jamie. Let's take it out. We've got two minutes left, man. What should we do? Let's talk about your top 12 for next year. Uh, well, it's uh, six running backs. Um, you know, to start uh, with Ezekiel Elliott now moving to number two behind Todd Gurley. 
Mm-hmm. And then I think number seven, that's where we as a as a group came out of, okay, this is where the decision comes in because we all had six running backs with our first six picks. So we all have a different wide receiver, number one. I have uh, Devontae Adams right now. Dave has Antonio Brown still. And Keith has DeAndre Hopkins. So um, those are my top three receivers. So I have no problem if you want to take one over the other. Um, and then we all, you know, kind of differ after we get past those three receivers. So uh, I don't think Keith has Antonio Brown as his top three. So, um, well, you should. Uh, I can't wait to yell at him about that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a month from now. Um, I, I think, you know, it's it's just going to come down to, you know, some of these offseason moves. This is a conversation that we had on our show this week is, you know, will the Giants improve their offensive line? Will the, uh, um, you know, what will the, the Steelers do with their running back situation completely? Uh, where will Le'Veon Bell end up? What, uh, you know, will, will some of the, the coaching changes impact, you know, David Johnson, for example? So there, there's lots of things I think still in play. Um, but for now, assuming, let's say, Mark Ingram leaves, as we expect, Drew Brees comes back, you know, the, those six running backs are going to be pretty hard to uh, get knocked off of those, you know, at least for four or five picks. Uh, with a combination of those six guys being in that group. If Gurley, Barkley, Zeke, McCaffrey, Gordon, or Kamara ends up being a bust, who's the most likely to be a bust? Gordon for injury. Yeah, he really is injury prone. I did see some some people making an argument about Dalvin Cook over Melvin Gordon next year, and, and one of the arguments I saw was, was injury, and I don't know how that holds. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, that, I mean, you could make an argument for Melvin Gordon over everybody other than Todd Gurley. I mean, I think he was on the path to being the number two pick, maybe number three in the draft sure. until he got hurt. Well, it's been fun, everybody. Hey, Shep, get on the mic. Yes, New Year's resolution for you, okay? Write it down. Play some fantasy football, huh? All right, you guys won me over. All right, you're in. That's our producer, Shep. I want to thank a lot of people. First of all, that's it for Ion Fantasy Football. We got Outside the Cage with Pete Hoffman coming up next on CBS Sports Radio. If you like what you heard, check out our podcast. It's called Fantasy Football Today. And if you need more fantasy advice for Week 17, tune in to CBS Sports Radio Sunday from 11 a.m. Eastern until noon. I got to thank Jamie Eisenberg, Shep, and James pushing the buttons, making it happen tonight. Really appreciate it. And as always, thank you so much all season long, preseason to the end of the regular season. Thank you for being here and listening on CBS Sports Radio. I am Adam Azer. Good night. Happy New Year. Talk to you next year.